from the flattest corner of the earth to the recesses of your mind, it's the All Right Podcast. Welcome back to the All Right Podcast. And a welcome back indeed. I'm uh, after this <laughs> holiday sprint, if you will. I hope everyone enjoyed Christmas. I hope everyone had fun. You got whatever you wanted. But it's, it's time to get back down to business. I you didn't get everything you wanted because I don't support hedonism and materialism opposed to my ginger counterpart here with the other mic. Well, it's more of just like saying, like, I just hope like they had a Hope you had a good time with family. Hope they had an enjoyable Christmas. And sometimes all people want for Christmas is to see family. So you just automatically went into materialism without even really letting me you speak know, my piece. You know, you're so materialistic. I mean, you're it wasn't material. You're using a mic right now and a computer and your fancy little sound system to get our little bitty podcast out there. Okay. Very materialistic of you. Okay. Well, this is also yours, so you kind of just ragged on your own thing. Gay dads. We're going to get jump we're going to jump right into it. It's time to get back down to business. It's a, it's enough talking about Christmas. The holidays are over. Get over it. Cocomelon if you, if you know, is a kid's TV show. No, it is not a combination between watermelon and chocolate. Cocoa. It's like, Coca Melon. That's like the intro. Honestly, I'm not shocked by this, that they had an episode about two, two homosexuals with a child, and they were encouraging him to cross-dress and have a little tutu and look like a princess. And the whole song they're singing is like, Be Yourself. Be yourself. Like it's like it's it's really promoting that expressive behavior. Mm. That I don't think there's anything wrong with being expressive, but I think if when it turns into you like wanting to like cut your genitals off, that's a little bit much in terms of um. You, you know what? Expressiveness. Hold up. Hold up. You're telling me. Look at the mic. Look at the mic. You're telling me. You find it. A little, a little much on your little podcast <laughs> to cut one's genitals off. How dare you? And I said that in the. Did you just like switch teams on me? I, I tried to say that in the best Greta Thornburg voice I could say. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You think that's much? You're telling me that it is much. You would think it would be much if I wanted to to just ring off my own genitalia. Yes. All right, well, I would go their be, opinion. I would go beyond a m- much. You know, you can you can support if you want to be the person, you know, freedom of whatever you want. You can support same-sex families, which to me is an oxymoron in itself. But you cannot s- for those that are tone deaf, that was sarcasm. I don't want to ring off my own genitalia, and I don't support the ringing off of one's genitalia. Disclaimer. Yeah. But you can't support and encourage an agenda that is being pushed to confuse a child's mind. And yes, I know I'm going to hear the argument that from the far left that for decades now we've pushed the standard nuclear family of a heterosexual couple with a family that isn't inclusive to us. But you know what? The nuclear family, the way it's like biologically intended, was not meant to be inclusive. It's just meant to be... Okay, there is no like including a certain thing. That that's that doesn't even make any sense. And this isn't just Cocomelon. This is, you know, Peppa Pig, a show about pigs has LGBTQ plus characters. Bet you didn't know that. Transformers has one. 
Did you know that? I did not know that. He didn't want to be a, a Decepticon. Well, some would say he that. He wanted to be a Vagsepticon. I, I was going to <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was going to say, if if you are... Now, I don't hate... I don't hate gays. I don't want them to, you know, like, die. It's just like... I feel like you are deceptive. A Decepticon, if you will. <laughs> if uh, if uh, you're gay, or especially if you're trans. You're not a transformer. You're a Decepticon. You are deceptive. And, uh... It's not even just. Weasel. It's not even just this agenda. You know, I went and saw Aquaman um, last night. Please tell me. Please tell me about Aquaman, dude. Your little, your little water, your little water squirter, dude. Yeah, tell me. About Look him. in the mic. I told you the man, whole it thing. It would have been so much better if I was holding it. We got some new, a new mic stand for me. I'm, I'm just now getting used to it. So, I'm blaming, I'm blaming him. That's fine. For my you problems. gotta adjust. Okay, look. I saw Aquaman the other night. It was two whole hours of pretty much just talking about climate change. That was the two hours of what I had to hear. I feel like Aquaman is an advocate for uh, climate change because odds are his territory is going to increase. It'd be like a country complaining that there, there's land being added to their uh Oh, no. Borders. Don't give us this new continent. That's pretty much what it was about. And I don't want to ruin the whole movie, but it's pretty predictable and terrible, in my opinion. But aside from that, it was pretty gay. Pretty gay. Pretty gay. Well, tell us tell us about this Coco Melon song. Do you, do you have the lyrics for us? Oh, the actual lyrics of the song that they were singing to the little boy? Or was it just images that it was... Oh, no, it was a whole song. I can find it. Because... I, I really want you to read the lyrics because I want to show a little bit of contrast of where we are now and where we were with, well, we'll, we'll reveal the the old school OG mega-based, giga-based, giga-chad Coco Melon before Coco Melon was a thing. Well, I'll find it for you. Trust me. You can bet that. You know what? I can even do, I can do you one better. I can just play it. Mm. I don't think I'll get in trouble for copyright. All right, well, that's what they call in our line of work foreshadowing, so. Two biggest fans are dads. If you're not sure what to choose, think about all the things you like to do. Just be you. Just be me. Just be gay. When you're trying to decide, think about all the things you like to do. Like be gay. Just be you. Just be me. Yeah, here's the thing I don't get with gay marriages. All right. It's always a white and black dad. Well, that's that's a part of another. That's thing. even more inclusive. Yeah, we're trying to be we're trying to be giga inclusive, not this podcast, Coco Melon. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, we're trying to. Here's what I don't understand: like kids are going to be asking this, and I don't understand it either. I need someone to tell me how who gets pregnant when it's two dads. All right, they're, so they're we, doing what they like to do. We, we uh, exactly just be you. I'm going to be singing that all night now. <laughs> Uh, I'll be in the Lord's house singing Just Be You. Because they've infiltrated my brain. You see how that works? 
So Imagine what that's doing to a nine-year-old when his frontal lobe isn't even fully developed yet. Mm. Jesus. Well, we got this song talking about all. Just Be You, and it's obviously, y'all are going to have to watch the video. Just watch the video. We'll put it on our Instagram. That we, gives you we reason. We will, he will. He'll put it on okay. our Instagram because he knows how to do that. And that I gives don't. you reason to follow us. You see what I did there? I, I plugged. I did quick plugs. That's what I do. It's like what I do around here. He's like a Lego master builder. Anyway, uh, that was that was today. All right, you know, Mister Rogers, mm, Mister Rogers. I remember. You got lyrics been, for lyrics? Yes. Mm. This is everybody's fancy. All right. Mm. So, you are, you, are are you going to try and sing this like Mister Rogers? I mean, I can try your best. All right. Some are fancy on the outside. Some are fancy on the inside. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy and so is mine. Now, if this was made in 2020, this would lead into how, you know, you can be, you know, have certain genitalia and feel like you're another in on the inside. But this would make this was thankfully made by a uh, pretty based dude. I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but this is the next lyric. Boys are boys from the beginning. <laughs> girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mummies. Mm. Only boys can be the daddies. Mm. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. I think you're a special person, and I like your ins and outsides. Okay, that's everybody's weird. fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. That was my best go at it. But this is a whole shift, and that's just that just shows that it doesn't take millenniums for this this new ideology to infiltrate the society i mean i mean this is this song when was, was that released this was written in 1967 so okay in the t in the span of human life that is nothing it's 56 years it's yeah. not much there's people that have grown up watching this song or not watching watching mr rogers mm -hmm. on pbs heard this song and Nearing up, seeing their grandchildren become, uh, how do I how do I put this in a polite way? Faggoteers. <laughs> here's the question, though. I mean, yeah. Here's the question: What is gay? Hmm. What is gay? You know, I'm sure you've heard about Matt Walsh's "What Is a Woman." We're getting to the root. Yeah, let's find out what is gay. What is a gay? I looked up what is a gay. Sexually or romantically attracted to people of one's own sex. I want to know what a lesbian is because it starts LGBTQ and other. All right, what letters? Is, so what is what is lesbian? What is lesbian? Lesbian. Lesbian is gay but woman. Please tell me that is the verbatim definition. That's what Wikipedia has given me. That's like asking, like, you go into middle school, you know, you're 12 years old, or 
I guess Ooh. I guess you really don't have to worry about that anymore because I mean you're being raised on cocoa melon uh, two dads, but uh, suppose suppose you got some uh, some rural dude. He's like, what is a lesbian? And he's like, <laughs> the the kitty ass is like, <laughs> it's like gay but for a woman. <laughs> he just Le- gave him the Wikipedia definition. Well, People guess think what? he's trying to be funny. Guess what? There's lesbian gay. What? Lesbian gay. Lesbian gay. It's lesbians who want to be gay. <laughs> it's lesbians hey, who want really. It's lesbians who want to be gay men. Mm. That just kind of defeats the purpose of being gay. Very, very true. Very true. It's all cannibalism. You end up eating each other. But let's find out when did gay start? Is the real question. All right. So, I mean, you can't really. I mean, I I guess ever since uh. Like there's been a big city, there, you know. You've always had your Fruit Loop. I mean, I mean, had your the Sodom ser- and Gomorrahs. The cereal companies didn't come up with Fruit Loops. Okay, I bet he was gay. The the toucan or the guy that came up with Fruit Loops. Fruit. Let's look up the Fruit Loop founder. You can all go right. ahead and keep going. All right, I'm, I'm going to talk about. All right, so you look up when did I mean? So to say when did gayness become a thing? Mm. I mean, you can't really. I mean, I guess it's always been a thing. But it's never been a thing to the point to where uh, when were it's they caused liberated? the extinction of the human race. Because, you know, if everyone's gay. Well, when were they liberated is the question. All right. So you look up when did the gay movement start in the U.S. Mm-hmm. All right. First thing that pops up is CNN, June 28th, 1969. Mm. It started with a police raid in Stonewall Inn. And it doesn't really matter because... That's not what was asked. Jackson asked me when did it start, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve into it. But then you do a little <laughs> scroll. PBS says in 1924. Now, I'm not the smartest cookie, but I'm pretty sure there's a difference between 1969 and 1924. So with that, I went down another, and it said began in the 1920s. So that's plural. That's not 1924. So and then you go on some more, and the next thing that pops up is Wikipedia 1951. So it's not so much as a question, when did it start? It's what causes this. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, you lose people mm-hmm. at the dinner table, folks. I mean, you don't think these gays, I mean, they, they're not coming door to door. They're not spreading the good news. like uh, Not like a Jehovah like, Witness. <laughs> exactly. Have you heard about our Lord and Savior? Could you imagine? Gay- Gay Farquad. Could you imagine a gay like style if they if the gays took the approach of Jehovah Witness and they walk up to your door and it's like a very like zesty knock? It'll be like, and you answer it, and they're like, "Hey, want to <laughs> know if you wanted to be part of this? What is this fun, sir? <laughs> Don't you know it's gays? And then there's like a strobe light that comes out." A bunch of dude and like jorts, and then becomes a musical on the block. And there's like, a lot of like dry air pumping, you know, like high school musical starts rolling out. Somebody scream! And then a bunch of gays go like, "I'll scream!" And you got like some white guy named Laquisha that's missing three fingernails, and he does drag. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you lose people at the dinner table, folks. I mean, it's not. People aren't going to, like I said, like the Jehovah Witnesses. And, it, I mean, they're not fighting a literal war. You know what they're preaching? They're not preaching redemption and hope. They're mm. preaching acceptance. Mm. You can do what you want. 
however you feel. And you can be gay while doing it. I mean, it's like, I mean, they're they're selling, uh, well, they're selling ADH, not ADHD, excuse me. <laughs> they're <laughs> selling ADHD you know medication. We're keeping that. They're selling ADHD, HIV, and AID, also known as AID, ridden dreams. And it kind of just shows you that people would rather do what they feel like doing than what they, than what, like, you know, primal. Mm. Like, given the choice between being... I guess the strong man, the one with gay tendencies will also will always choose gayness. That's very true. And it's it's it is a choice, folks. Because, oh, it's most definitely a choice. Because there's a difference. All right, one can be more prone to being gay than another. <laughs> I mean, I think I think this is self-explanatory whenever you see people. But the <laughs> next I mean, going from that, it's like not supposed to judge. Do, <laughs> Do you, I mean, are we going to choose to continue and propagate this behavior? And it's, and it's, uh, it's individual, you know, I know I have this problem. I know I'm lazy, but am I going to keep being lazy? Uh, I mean, whenever, I mean, if we're going to keep talking about gayness, it's like, I know I'm a lusty person, but am I going to continue being lusty? Am I going to like continue saying weird stuff on Reddit? Like that's, I mean, it, it it's a personal choice, folks. But <laughs> here's, yep, you know, I I, de- I went down the gay rabbit hole. What and, is the gay <laughs> rabbit hole? All right, so here's what I did. It's all it all starts with a wiki. All right, Sign it, me up. It, it all starts with a wiki search, and I said, all right, so if this was happening in the 1900s, what was LGBT rights in the 1800s? All right. And then the 1700s, it seems like it keeps going back. And the reason I did that is because, you know, I'm sure you've seen clips of uh, or news articles, rather, of uh, gay people in Greece and Rome, because everyone knows that the Romans were so gay. That's why like they did it for sport. I mean, it was just like if there was no women around, they were just like, y'all guys just want to like hang out. The first, the first Netflix and chill, if you will. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I found some interesting things scrolling through the uh, the Wikipedia the library. Nether, the exactly. nether of information. All right, so here's what I found. Let me get my nifty. Oh yeah, he's notepad. old school. He's old school. We, I like uh, yellow, we use notepads. yellow notepad. All right, so here is this is this is the notes I have. Gayness following cocoa melon or water. That's what they call foreshadowing. Anyway, so here's one weird fact that I have. All right. So the first known reference to lesbians, Mm. and this is a key moment in gay history and gay pride. This is, this is something that I feel like most gay people know about, but if you're normal and have better things to do and learn about, you probably don't. Uh, This is the first known reference to lesbians in Mormon history. You know, that's Utah people. Uh, is a Salt Lake resident's diary in which he said a Mormon woman was, quote, trying to seduce a young girl in 1856. So that doesn't sound like much to you, but it was a proud day for the LGBT community as they got a shout out in a Utah man's diary. So, <laughs> But another one is, and I think y'all will like this. Let me, let me see. Where, where did I have it? Yes, right here. So in 1867, this isn't in the U.S., this is in Germany. 
uh, Karl Heinrich Ulrichs became the first homosexual to speak out. All right, and he goes to the German jurists in Munich, uh, and he's urging for the repeal of what he says are anti-homosexual laws. When I mean, in reality, folks, they're not anti-homosexuals. They're just kill the homosexuals because they're homosexual. Uh, but he said he was shouted down in the Congress, so he wasn't killed. So, I mean, there was already a laxing of the homosexual laws. And in an interview, Robert Beachy said, I think it is reasonable to describe Ulrich as the first gay person to publicly out himself. <laughs> that, the, the, the laughing like that was also in the quote, so... I can tell you this. There's just some gay facts. Would you be interested in what hearing what Nixon had to say about gays? Tell me about the Nixon gays. Richard Nixon, if you know who that is, I hope you do. Uh, how do you spell that? N i c k s o n n e. N i x o n. Oh, the president. All right, come on. Let's go. <laughs> he said, "You know what happened?" He said, "You know what happened to the Romans?" Question mark. The last six Roman emperors were fags. Let's look at the strong societies, the Russians. They root them out. Mention of the morally robust Soviet Union prompts Nixon to contemplate its um, desolate anti-Semitism. I don't know what they're talking about there. San Francisco has just gone too far. This is, this is what Nixon stated. He said... Are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to let you finish, and then I was going to... He's got one right here. He's got one right here where he says, uh, Nixon says, it's just not the, it's not even just the ratty part of um, San Francisco. The upper class are that way too. The Bohemian Grove, if you know what Bohemian Grove is, mm. do your own research. I'm not about to get into that. Um, which he goes, he says, which I attend time to time, is the most faggy thing you could ever imagine. With that San Francisco crowd, I just can't shake hands with anyone from San Francisco. So they're talking like this during his time. Yeah. Yep. And notice how he says, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like if you emulate strong behavior, you become strong. Because he says, let's emulate the strong society. Mm -hmm. So how do you emulate something? Well, you see something. And monkey you, see, monkey do. Yeah. All right. Kids, how many views was on that Cocoa Melon? Oh, my gosh. Was it over a million? Over mil millions. All right. So at least... A million plus kids have seen that, and I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, surely y'all have personal experience with this. It doesn't take much for a kid to see and start emulating that behavior. Like, you know, whenever I was 11, Cars 2 came out. Don't know if y'all watched Cars 2. I did. That's why I have the story. So I was 11, went to the movie theater, and one of the plot points is that Mater leaked oil eating pistachio ice cream in front of everyone. Mm. It was hysterical, and he was having, like, psychedelic dreams of people making fun of him while he leaked oil. And he, he was saying, I don't leak oil. I don't ever leak oil. By the end of the movie, I was saying that I didn't leak oil. Why would I leak oil? I don't mm. even have oil. Mm -mm. They done debacled you, bro. That's what they done did to you. Had me thinking I was leaking oil. Had to defend it. But, uh... All right, so, I mean, we were just talking about Cocoa Melon and gayness in the past, but, I mean, what, I mean, what causes? Mm. I mean, Alex Jones said it best. Alex Jones said it best. 
I mean, I think we all know where this is going. I think I've mentioned it several times. They're putting chemicals in the water that's making the frogs gay. That's my best Alex Jones impression. And they are. It's making the frogs gay. I mean, how, how does that translate over to humans? I know it's two different species. Don't even start with me. I know that, but I'm just saying there's got to be some type of correlation. And we've been warned about this. Here's, all right, so how, you know, he says that, but no one ever really thinks about it. They just say, oh, that's a funny meme. Moving on to the, the next meme compilation, getting sucked into YouTube, YouTube, excuse me. Uh, but how does, how does it make the frogs gay? It's what's in the water. It's not actual water. <laughs> I mean, if if water was making us gay, we would have gone extinct a long time ago, sweet peas. Anyway, <laughs> so... We are 70% water. Some would say. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly we're 70% water. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's what's in the water. There's There's drugs, PFAs, contaminants in the water that impacts our hormones and our hormones ultimately impact how we feel and how we act Mm. but water public water in particular and it's you may say well where's it coming from well if you're like me which i assume you are because what is it 98 percent of our listeners yeah yeah it's almost like the majority of our listeners are from the u.s because we're from the u.s anyway but uh the U.S. is the largest consumer of not only medicinal prescribed goods, i.e., drugs, but also illegal drugs. And I don't think I, I don't think this is rocket science, folks. When you consume something, a couple hours later you got to release. So uh, mm-hmm. here's what's happening: anything you all right, so anything you flush down, especially pharmaceuticals, it goes through, goes through your mouth down to your stomach, dissolves in your stomach, goes into the bloodstream. All right. We're talking about something that you could tangibly hold as a pill is now broken down to the point of the bloodstream. It's further, if it's not absorbed into your body, which of course it is, by the colon rather, it goes out with, you know, number two. But if it is absorbed in the blood, it goes through number one. It is now broken down to the point where the filters cannot catch it okay there's like there's like a couple thousand contaminants they found under the toxic act of something that the epa has and only 90 if it they show up i mean all all of the thousands that they have found are tied to um how how, how would i say this Mm, malformed births i don't know uh, cancer, reproductive issues, uh, and also ha- has caused abortion, uh, not abort, well, I guess loss of child. A miscarriage. Yes. Thank you. There you go, buddy. Appreciate it. See how long you struggle with that word. All right. So, <laughs> but it's, I mean, these contaminants, they're in the public water, they're in the natural water, and the reason they get there is because anything you flush out, is going to end up in your cup because anything you flush out, especially if you're in public, using public water, which most people use, it's recycled through water treatment. And let me tell you something. Anything you consume, you release. All right. Anything uh, you throw up after you party too hard last night, basically anything you flush can end up in your cup. All right. So if you think I decided to 
filled my foil hat, which may be true, uh, the FDA confirms me, my foil hatness, because PFAs, I mean, we've known about this for a while, guys. It's, we've known about this since the 60s. Right? That's 60 years we've known about this for quick maths. Right? We consume the most medicinal drugs, which I've already gone over. And, I mean, so much, so much is carried through our water. I mean, that's how, I mean, and it's still active because that's the, I mean, that's how we know we can do a drug test on somebody and we can tell whether a day or a couple days ago they've had drugs. So, I mean, I mean, it's, what I'm trying to say is, is that we're putting stuff in the water that's making the frogs gay. That's the moral of the story. But this, okay, my thing is we were warned about this a long time ago and we, we can date this all the way back to the Eisenhower speech. Everyone's heard it, or if you haven't, you should really look it up. It's interesting. And he talks about the military-industrial complex, and we should be worried about that. And then Trump also brought this up. So this, this is the only two times I've ever even heard of this that's been spoken to the public. And the crazy part is, is in Eisenhower's speech, the second portion of this, he talks about the medical-industrial complex which is pretty much, you can look this up, it's a real thing, it's not like this is conspiracy here, that it's a network of interactions between big pharmacies, uh, medical conglomerates, that are making a profit on supplied healthcare or related products. And, you know, this type of industry is is a dark path. You know, you're looking at essentially making profit off of a tragic occurrence. And, you know, that could be disease. And it's not only disease, Braxton. Mm. It's It's the idea of regulating and controlling what medicine is being pushed or what ideas are being pushed onto how to treat an illness. And to me, that's all for profit. Mm -hmm. To me, this always goes back to money. And you've talked about it before. This always goes back to material. It always goes back to that. So what do we do? Are you, what, asking, are you asking me or are you asking a rhetorical? It's a rhetorical, but it, I mean, if you if you have an answer, I, I, I what an what answer. what do you do when big pharma control is when big pharma and your Congress are working together because one is pushing for disease because that's how they make money, the other one can control how the disease is interacted with society. So you're having two things being played against you, and then you get in, and then. This is just a, a personal rant that I have mm. on we can have, say, I'm going to come off as a crazy person here. Be honest. But I'm just going to say it. Come on, just flaunt the floor. I'm just going to say come it. Come on. You ever wonder why psilocybin is illegal in the U.S.? Mm, you naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> Talking about the mushrooms. Psilocybin's found in mushrooms, and there have been many studies show that show that it does help with a lot of um issues that have seemed to be unfixable and you have to be on a monthly prescription for these things um depression addiction PTSD um cancer certain cancers have been helped through psilocybin and they they made it a schedule 1 drug because uh counterculture in the 70s got a hold of it and a bunch of hippies got crazy with it and I understand that, that. I mean, anything can be abused, but your Oxycontin that you prescribe after a surgery can be abused. Mm. So I don't, under, I don't understand. And then you get into stuff like even harder, like dithotrimethamine. 
How's that sound? Don't don't look at don't look at me. I I don't even know what you're reading. Okay, it's DMT, and Big Pharma has made this illegal, and it's very similar to psilocybin in the terms of what it is. But the difference in this is the chemical compound that's naturally it naturally develops in your brain. It's the main cause for you to have dreams. So this is already being something. It's something that's being made in your brain, and instead of like looking at it naturally. And deciding whether this could be helpful or not, we decided to ostracize it and make it wrong because there's actual benefits to it. And there's no money being made off of that because you can't keep the pigs rolling when something gets solved. Mm. So, you know, that's this is just a rant that I have about medicine. Something I find interesting about it, medicine, not to cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, but, I mean... Now, I know we can't look back to the ancients for everything because clearly we, we have technico- technologically advanced much higher and, fa- and farther than I think they could have anticipated. But they had a more practical way of medicine uh, because they viewed the food that they ate was medicine. So they, they ate certain foods for different things. Mm. And uh, especially the Greeks, they were they were very fond of the human condition, in that they had this body and they wanted to relish in the heights they could attain with that body. So that included a healthy body. So everything that they they were much more conscious, conscious I don't know, both cautious and conscious of the food that they were eating and how it affected them. They they viewed medicine. Now, of course, there were healers. There were, uh, like, ancient uh, healers renowned that people study today as, like, oh, they got this herb and this thing, and they combined and made sex. There were medicine men. Yeah, medicine men. More of closer to a shaman than maybe uh, the pharmaceutical companies that are, I mean, pharmaceutical companies, they're not doctors. I mean, they, they may be a doctor in the sense and have a, I mean, they're they're not an English doctor. They they don't have a doctorate in English. Yes, they they know a little bit about the human body, but doctors use medicine. All right, of course the pharmaceutical companies are going to push this medicine because I mean that's I mean that's like their old deal. All right, if if no one was buying pharmaceuticals, no one's making money. That well, they're not making money. Yeah, uh, but. The ancients viewed medicine as preventative, and the definition of medicine I have in front of me is prevention of disease. It's kind of interesting that all the pharmaceuticals that we take is after. It doesn't actually, uh, it just treats the symptoms. It doesn't really go to the root, mm-hmm. and that 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 may be a result. That may be our fault because, I mean, we're not really healthy. We don't really care about our health, and whenever we... Uh, whine about our health being poor. We're like, oh, give me this magic pill, and they keep trying to make the magic pill that, well, turns out to be black magic. Mm. Well, it's a strange thing. It's a strange time we're living in. We're in a in a midlife crisis as humans in our existence, and I think times are just getting like the ball is just getting rolling in in a sense of what's to come. You know, you look at 20 years ago, they would have been like, did you know that, like, that phone, that Motorola you got is going to be able to FaceTime? Mm. You know that? So times are just going to keep changing, and they're going to get more weird. And eventually, AI will take over, and we won't even matter anymore. But for now, I think we need to actually have some type of call to action in a sense of we need to 
We need to overthrow the government. No overthrowing the government. And here's why. What are you talking about, overthrow the government? We don't even have the drive to make the daily changes that would prevent us from having to take medicine in the first place. No, you don't have it. Don't put that on me. I would say that. Don't put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. As a whole, do because. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. We don't even have. I mean, we got a third of a billion people. All right. We we consume more drugs than China and India. All right. We we consume too much. We need to produce more in our daily and mental lives. Well, that could be a step in the change. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're just gonna just start a riot. Well, we don't have to overthrow the government if the if we if the person changes. But if we're dealing with people that won't change, well, maybe maybe there does need to be there has to be something has to happen. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't want to get banned on Spotify. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, let's just let's just cut it here before we get a little too crazy. But uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, the New Year's coming up. Get ready to since we're talking about change. Get ready to have your uh, New Year's resolutions ready because because this time they're definitely not gonna you're not gonna fail your resolutions in February, right? Exactly, because you got us to support you're you. You're gonna go all the way to, to Christmas, say mid August. And if you're exceptional, maybe Labor Day. Possibly. All right. Follow us on Instagram at the All Right Pod. We got a new logo coming. We're um, we got a lot planned, and hopefully Braxton doesn't leave me. Um, we're going through a fruits, and he doesn't even care. <laughs>